welcome to Team Talk, a new way for you as a member of Team McComas to stay up to date with and connected to the mission of planting churches, building families, and developing communities in Cape Town, South Africa. This is Episode 1, The Introduction. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, Wade here, and I'll be your host this week. Uh, this is not an exercise in vanity or a uh, desire to have some elusive following, and yet this is a podcast. Now, if you are not acquainted with the idea of a podcast, they are typically outlets for news and opinions about any number of current ideas or events in the culture at large. There is a sense in which Team Talk will be that. Tara and I desire to further expose all of you, our teammates, to what ministry and life are like in South Africa. Then we hope that along with those little glimpses of culture, uh, be it the cultural controversies, debates, exchanges, what that really means for our ministry here, we want to draw you further in. We want you to know what's going on and we want you to have input on what is taking place. We also pray that this will be a source of edification to you and an encouragement to examine uh, where there is crossover uh, to your ministry in the States or wherever else you may be located. We plan to cover a plethora of topics, including the obvious, our three-pronged approach to ministry, um, as well as other theological hot-button issues in South Africa. And then the more or less obvious, race, housing and the separation caused by it, history, prehistoric to present, and how that shapes South African memory, life, and religious practice, immigration and xenophobia, sex and gender norms, women's issues, politics, education, etc., anything that affects the way that you plan a church or start a new ministry um, or anything that affects the way you address a particular people group with the gospel. We want you to be a part of that. Any and everything that needs to be looked at from a biblical perspective in the place where we're at, um, and the people involved that need to be transformed by the gospel. That sounds like a lot, and I guess that it is, but these are the many things that we have the opportunity and great pleasure of considering on a daily basis. And as we move along in addressing those topics, Tara and I will call in some help. Some episodes will be hosted by me, and some of them will be hosted by Tara. And hopefully some of them will be hosted by a guest. There will be podcasts that are in an interview format, and some of them will just simply be maybe one of our South African ministry partners or friends sharing their testimony. And in that, uh, you will learn a lot about the culture, and so will we. Two more items before I invite Tara to help me give a simple update about what is happening here. The first of which is, how long is this thing going to take? We're looking at anywhere from a five-minute update to maybe half-an-hour interviews. And then each episode will be determined, as far as the length of time, um, by the importance of the topic, as well as by the interest in the topic. 
And then lastly, I guess what I would say about that is that we do want it to be quick and we want it to be easily digested. Um, So you can just turn on the podcast while you're taking a coffee break at work or you're driving to work or maybe you're going out for a run or a hike or something like that. It could be something that you can just turn on on your phone um, and we're hoping that it fits for busy lifestyles. We are extremely busy and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to be able to do this because it's a fairly easy thing to put together. Um, but we're, we also know that many of you are busy and one more email landing in your mailbox might not seem like that great of a thing. And yet maybe listening to a piece of audio will be a good change of pace for you. Um, so we hope that it is something that uh, will be enjoyed by people with busy lifestyles. And then lastly, uh, we want every episode to be the beginning of a conversation. Um, think of it like a phone call where it just so happens that we're speaking for the first half. Um, but we would love for you to respond to each of the ideas and episodes. Um, when there's something that sparks a question, you can email uh, or call or FaceTime or iMessage or WhatsApp, anything. Um, you can get a hold of us and ask the question that needs to get asked or maybe something that we didn't state clearly. Um, Also, we would love to see you interacting in a way that you feel comfortable making a comment or asking a question that can be a whole episode on its own. Um, Then we know that this is kind of the direction, a good direction uh, that we're taking with this idea. And um, we will also know that People are uh, enjoying it and interacting with it. And we also welcome comments or questions uh, that we could devote a whole episode to. Um, That's how we will get an idea of uh, people's interest. Um, And then also, when you do that, we will know that this is something that's actually useful and uh, something that can be enjoyed as well as be informative. Well, hello there again, everyone. Um, I have brought Tara back into the conversation with me. You can uh, breathe a sigh of relief knowing you won't have to listen to me drone on anymore. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Actually, the kids are all in bed, and we're kind of just going to have a conversation, right, T? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's actually quite seldom that Tara and I just get to sit down and talk. Um, And the cool part about this conversation that we're having tonight is that you get to be a part of it with us. Maybe not cool for them. (laughs) (laughs) So as most of you know, and as was stated in the introduction, and I'm probably going to be saying a lot over the next 40 years of our lives, When we were working in South Africa before, um, there were three things that God really put on our heart that if we were going to come back, these would be our primary focuses. And those were planting churches, 
building families, and developing communities. So um, when it comes to planting churches, one of the great opportunities that we have had since moving back here is to be a part of a church plant um, out of Mountain View Baptist Church. And, and that's the church that Tara's parents planted, uh, you know, a baker's dozen years ago. Um, T, to give uh, people a break from hearing my voice, would you like to share just a little bit about that? About the church plant? Yeah. About Somerset West or about Hermanus? Oh, about Hermanus. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so we have the opportunity to kind of be, um, we'll wait to be the campus pastor of the new location. And it's a kind of multi-site church. So what we do is we share a lot of things with Mountain View Somerset West. We have what we say, we have the same DNA. We share a lot of, obviously, um, philosophy. We're on the same staff, um, there's unity between the two churches and yet we're a whole separate location. So we have our own way of doing things. Our church looks different, but we're still one church. And so the overlap provides a lot of ability to mobilize things quicker in some ways as uh, instead of just starting from scratch um, and it just provides us with the ability to be part of a staff of um, people who have been doing this for a long time. So partnering with my parents and partnering with uh, Dr. Dave Drollinger, uh, Pastor Mark Osborne and his wife who are uh, South African and just provide a lot of... Um, insight insight and stability to the team um, as well as uh, new families will be coming to the field so we love that about it and um, it's new for us though we've never planted a church and we're learning very quickly that it's not for the faint of heart and it's hard work you know I think we're coming up on our eighth anniversary this month and I was thinking about it and I remember before we got married everyone said oh marriage is so hard just get ready for it it's really hard and it, it, there's challenges to it but would you agree that at the end of the day I mean we get to be married to our best friend and whatever else happens so are you trying to say that church planting's harder than that yeah, way harder. <laughs> I think I have more yeah. gray hairs from seven months of church planting than I do of eight years of marriage, for sure. Yeah, you know, T, I would agree with that. Um, but if I were to take it back into family life, I would say it's more like having another baby. <laughs> or maybe it's kind of like having your first baby, where um, you kind of know what to do, but you also are a little bit scared that you don't know at all what to do. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. From a dad's perspective. I mean, you kind of had that built in, right? I don't know about that, but <laughs> we are definitely growing and we've experienced challenges that we didn't expect to face. 
but we've also been able to see the Lord work in us and in those ways that we didn't expect. And so it's been, it's been really good for us as a couple and it's been really cool to see the Lord open doors in our community. So yeah, let's, let's talk more about building families and about community development now. Um, uh, you have this great opportunity at the school, which, uh, it's all Koza speaking. Uh, that's the tribal language here in Cape Town. And, uh, I went one day and was totally scared off by all the children, but you're still going. Yeah, still going and really loving it. And it's fun that Aislinn and I get to go together. So, okay, so time out. Why, why, are you, why are you doing it, though? Yes, so what, what we did when we first moved here was pretty much surveyed all of the different nonprofits that were in our area, all the different ministries, what were churches doing, what were NGOs doing, just to get a feel. We'd never lived in this area before, so what was the what is what are people in our community doing? And so this led us to dozens of different places and different things and came across a school called Yomelani which is in Swahishle which is our informal sediment next to our neighborhood. Um and it's a school for it's a, a preschool basically. So they just open a baby section, so age three months old babies up till age five. Um, and so it's a pretty amazing school in that it um, it really has the backing of lots of different people in the community, and it's actually pretty cool to see who is partnering together to... Um, help bring a, yeah. a solid foundation to these kids. But one of the reasons that we, that I felt um, this would be a good opportunity is just to learn. There's a lot of women who are running this school who have um, just a lot of respect and solid footing within the community. And they invited me in to um, not only help um, in certain areas, but also just to learn and to get to know families and to get to learn how things are working, as well as language learning. We felt like a really important piece of us being here in not only planting multi-ethnic church, but doing community development was to learn um, Kosa. And so that's something that we've started and the school provides a great opportunity to do that. Um, you because, get to repeat certain words a lot. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, being in a class of 17, four and five year olds who don't speak English and I'm there. And so it's kind of, uh, learning yeah. parents, out of necessity. Parents who are listening, you know, um, you get to say the words no a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I can pretty, I can. So I, I can say pretty well, uh, no, stop doing that, listen, be quiet, <laughs> um, sit down. Uh, but no, it's so it's provided a lot of really good friendships and ability to just learn the language. That's good. Which Aislinn's in the um, 
twos and threes class there when I'm there, which she loves and um, has just been fun watching her experience new things and she's such a tough little girl and this has actually just been such a perfect fit for her because she can walk into this school and she's clearly the only white girl (laughs) and she has no idea and she doesn't always understand what's going on. She hardly ever understands what's going on. But she doesn't care and she's so happy to be there and Um, just loves it. And so it's so fun to watch her just kind of be immersed in this new uh, environment. Yeah, so I have not been brave enough to be going to the school on a regular basis. Um, However, some other opportunities have come my way um, through Dr. Dave Drellinger and then one of our friends here, that actually lives in Hermanus, the town that we live in. Um, he's a Korean missionary to South Africa. And uh, they, together, Pastor Dave and him and several other people, started this um, theological training called the Overstrand Bible Center. And uh, I've been given the opportunity to do some lecturing um, in the township, in the informal settlement that is right next to our neighborhood. So um, the Overstrand Bible Center goes in quarters, and uh, last quarter I was uh, teaching on church administration, Um, and then this upcoming term I'll be assisting in uh, Old Testament survey, which is going to be a lot of fun, and I'm very excited for that. Um, But the makeup of the class is really exciting too. Um, it's primarily immigrant groups and refugee groups uh, that come to South Africa, Malawians and Zimbabweans, um, who are getting theological training to move back to their home countries one day and minister there. Um, and then a couple of, of Koza men as well. And so I'm really excited about the opportunity. Tara, maybe we could uh, just talk about the family a little bit. Yeah, a bit of a family update. Um Right now, Finn's on a bit of a school break, so three-week break. Um, Since we do year-round schooling here, we kind of get longer breaks throughout the year. Um, And he is doing great. He, this year, is in the equivalent of like a kindergarten and just got finalized where he'll go to school next year for grade one. So he'll be in the big school, which he's excited about. Um... And he, yeah, he's working on a puzzle this week. He's pretty excited <laughs> about that, a dinosaur puzzle. That it's a he's complex puzzle. Doing all by himself, yeah, right. so he's into that. Um, Aislinn turned three in May, and so she is all of a three-year-old at the moment. Um, and is going to school, and... Uh, is doing some swim lessons, which she really loves. That's right. Both the kids know how to swim now. Yeah, so both the kids are little fish now, (laughs) which is fun to watch. And what else about her? Oh, she is just, uh, yeah, Aislinn's great. Yeah, she's just a little 
fireball of energy. <laughs> um, Maeve also turned one in, at the end of April, and so she is, I would say, learning to walk maybe, but I think she's going to be... Um, she really likes having her older siblings do things for her, so I'm not sure how quickly yes. she'll move forward in some things. <laughs> but she is just, I we just call her little baby Maeve, and she just is so cute and Fat. she's chubby and yeah, that's good. Um, brings so much joy to our family. So she, um, she's doing good too. We have a dog now. Yeah, I think people know we have a dog. Yeah, sorry. We don't actually consider him a part of the family. <laughs> um, I guess part of a family update would be how our foster care application is going. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going, but you never really know where it's going. How many months ago did we start the process? Uh, I couldn't even tell you now. Um, Which, okay, I say that. That sounds like, oh, well, in America it's so easy. I realize it's not. No, yeah, the only way that I can get anything to move forward is to drive to the office and wait to talk with the social worker. You never get a phone call back. You never receive anything. So anyway, that's one of the things I have to do this week is go back because the information that we requested hasn't been sent to us so we will be going to a couple days of training and then they'll come out and do a home visit and then we should be kind of cleared and on the list to be a place of safety and foster care so that could be short-term placements long-term placements Um, and we're excited to see how the Lord uses that um, the kids are excited about it, although Finn told me this week that he's not really sure we're going to have enough room in our car, and that I think we might need to start praying about getting a bigger car. So we'll have to think about that. Finn is always on the forefront of trying to figure out what our family needs to do next. And I say that um, not with an exhausted tone. I'm actually just tired right now. I actually, I really appreciate that about him. <laughs> He's on the same page as Tara and I, uh, for whatever that's worth. Any other things that we need to bring up in the family update? No, not right now. Okay. Um. All right. Well, we're going to send out a written update along with this, so that people don't actually have to sit down and listen to a 35-minute podcast. But um, we would love to have your input. I know you're probably going to say you want to hear more Tara. So do I. (laughs) Um, Any questions that you have, yeah, email us. Give us a call on FaceTime, iMessage us, WhatsApp us. Anything else? Find us on Facebook. Find us on Facebook. Twitter, please. (laughs) Please. Tara gets tired of my Twitter addiction. But sometimes it leads to good things. (laughs) 
I think you brightened several people's day with your Dollar General. The Dollar General rant. brightened my life in general. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to find a new one for here. Although we did think of another one the other day uh, about South Africa's signs. We'll have to start that one up. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a good one. Um, what was it? No. No, no smoking, smoking on, on the, the artif- syn- synthetic grass. On synthetic grass, that's right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Now I'll have to start tweeting this. Okay, well, um, it's time for me to go to bed. And Tara's up well past her bedtime right now. So we're going to sign off. This was episode one of Team Talk. Goodbye. Good night. Team McComas out. Team McComas out.